Welcome to the ASHP official podcast, your guide to issues related to medication use, public health, and the profession of pharmacy. Thank you for joining us for ASHP's Practice Journeys podcast. This podcast invites members to share their stories about their professional path, lessons learned, and how their experiences shaped who and where they are today. My name is Maria Bowen. I'm a medication safety and drug information specialist at University Hospitals Health System in Cleveland, Ohio. And today we will be chatting with Dr. Davina Del Steinbeck, Manager of Pharmacy Clinical Programs and the PGY-1 Residency Director at SSM Health St. Mary's Hospital in St. Louis, Missouri, and Dr. Aaron Burton, Department Chair and Assistant Professor at University of St. Joseph in West Hartford, Connecticut. We will discuss their leadership journeys within state affiliates and pearls of wisdom on how they became involved and what they have gained from their experiences. Thanks for joining us today. So first, we'll get into our first question. Tell me about yourself and your current leadership role in your state affiliate. As Maria said, my name is Davina Del Steinbeck, and I'm the manager of clinical programs at St. Mary's. So um, my current leadership role at Missouri Society of Health System Pharmacists is that I am the immediate past president. Other leadership roles I have held in MSHP is I, uh, since I'm the immediate past president, I was obviously president and president-elect, so I did the whole three-year presidential cycle, and I also did the two-year treasurer cycle where I was treasurer-elect and treasurer. Thanks, Maria and Davina. Um, As Maria mentioned, uh, my name is Aaron Burton. And I am the department chair at the University of St. Joseph's uh, School of Pharmacy and Physician Assistant Studies. My uh, leadership journey through state affiliates has been a little bit different than Davina's. So I'll be talking about my involvement in two states, both the Pennsylvania Society of Health and Pharmacists and currently in Connecticut where I practice. So right now where I practice in Connecticut, I'm a member of a couple different uh, committees. But in the past in Pennsylvania, I was the president of a regional um, affiliate of the state association and chaired a committee on reviewing the the bylaws. So just kind of taking a little different take of some of the different ways to to get involved besides the large uh, presidential involvement that that Davina can share her perspective of. That's great. Thank you both for the introductions and I'm excited to hear more about your journeys. So moving on to question number two, how did you become involved in your state affiliate? And Aaron, we'll start with you this time. Yeah, thanks again, Maria. So yeah, how I first got involved with my state affiliate in Pennsylvania, where I started my career was really just showing up for the first time at one of those regional meetings, Um, really got to, to network a lot. And I think what folks don't always think about is that everyone's always looking for succession planning. And so really just saying that I wanted to get involved, wanted to do things, got me audience with the president of the state affiliation, past presidents of the the regional uh, group that I became president of, MEPSHP. And it really was pretty organic from that point on as I ended up getting coffee with a few of those individuals a few weeks after that meeting. started my leadership journey from there. So my leadership journey kind of began similarly to Aaron's. So when I was a resident, my uh, director of pharmacy was a past president of MSHP and really valued being involved in pharmacy organizations. So he kind of drug us along everywhere. And I was really 
impressed by the educational opportunities that MSHP offered. So because of that, I decided to sign up and just be a member of the programming committee so I could help plan some of these educational programs that went on. After being on the committee for a few years, I was asked to chair it. So I went ahead and chaired that committee. And then later, I also led the new practitioners work group since I work a lot with residents. The new practitioners in MSHP put together programming for our technicians to get CE. That was a natural progression. And then I was asked to run for treasurer. You kind of already heard my treasurer cycle and the presidential cycle story. So that is how I started getting involved. Great. Thank you. I think that's wonderful advice. And just just start by showing up, expressing your interest, and you can continue to move on from there. The next question, after being in leadership in the organization, what have you gained from your experiences? One of the most important things that I have learned being a leader at the higher level is how important delegation is. Most of these organizations are volunteer run. I know MSHP is led by volunteers and you can't possibly do everything. You can't work your full-time job and for me also be a mother to three kids and run an organization without delegating. So I really learned how to trust my team. I was so lucky to have a wonderful team of pharmacists that were leading alongside me and delegating what needs to be done so that we could get a lot accomplished throughout the time that I was a leader. I think I had a a lot of similar experiences to Davina in that it provided me the opportunity to test out planning events, seeing what the demand for uh, different types of programs were and how to respond and and interact with uh, different members of the the pharmacy community for the technicians to the residents to the pharmacists who were members. But it also really provided a a jumping point for me to move on to leadership roles inside of the health system where I was currently employed. Uh, It showed the system director in a very visible way, the things that I could do as a leader and allowed me to be appointed to an assistant director and some of the networking that I was able to do got me a a director position at at another hospital. And so it, it really provided a lot of opportunity for professional growth outside of the organization as well. That's great. Both of you sound like you have gained a lot from your experiences and could translate into multiple different areas. So uh, I definitely love hearing that. Next, what would you recommend to a new member who may be interested in becoming involved in leadership? Yes, that's a a great question. So I I think really the first thing is just checking out your, your state affiliates website. If you're not currently a member or an active member, there's usually great resources on all the, the pages of different ways that you can get involved and really starting with a a committee and and learning the ropes for a year, starting to learn some of those connections is a great way to maybe next then you become a committee chair and move on to other opportunities. I think, again, the main thing that that most people in these leadership positions are looking for is the the succession plan and, and who's looking to step up for the next opportunity. And I think just saying that you're, you're willing to learn and willing to, to practice are good opportunities for that. I'd like to second 
Aaron's advice of getting involved in a committee. So I always recommend when people say, how can I get involved in MSHP? I give them a list of our committees and say, which ones of these interest you? And then I usually shoot an email to the chair of that committee and say, here's your newest member, get them involved. Another piece of advice I have is if there's a specific leadership position that you think that you're interested in, ask that person to have a coffee with you and really see what it is that that position entails. Make sure it's something that you want to get involved in. And then if you think it is, ask that person if they'll mentor you. I've had amazing mentors throughout my journey, and I wouldn't have been as successful as I was without them. And most people in these kind of roles are willing to mentor people who are willing to do the work. And that goes a lot into the succession planning that Aaron was talking about as well. Great. Thank you. I think you both highlighted very important points in make sure you're getting involved in things that are interesting to you. You know, if you're volunteering your time, you want to make sure you're passionate about that as well. What advice do you have for someone that might be hesitant to apply for a leadership position? When I have people who are hesitant, I start by showcasing the micro opportunities that are available in my organization. Two examples are poster judging and CV review. We're always looking for people to do those two things. And it really doesn't take that much time. If, for example, poster judging, you're already at the meeting, you're probably already going to go to the poster session. So it doesn't really even take hardly any extra time to fill out the judging sheets and go talk usually to pharmacy students who are super excited to talk about their posters. And it's a lot of fun. And I feel like we get a lot of people who were originally hesitant to get involved, get excited and get involved in our organization through an opportunity like our CV reviewing, which usually you can get done in like an afternoon at work. And I think that's, that's really great advice, uh, Davina. Definitely something that I've seen in, in both of the state affiliates I've been involved in is a great way to, to get started. The, the other thing that I would echo and expand upon a little bit more what Davina said is, you know, meeting and having coffee with someone, really getting the time commitment of what that position entails is, is really important. I think one of the things that is a big obstacle in, in people's mind is the amount of time that they'll have to invest. And there really are opportunities that maybe have you know really busy portions of the year if you're talking about planning some of the education committees and things like that for the, the state affiliate meetings or for the legislative session if you're looking to, to be involved on a legislative committee of where there's there's points where you have maybe a pharmacy day at the Capitol and it gets very busy. And so maybe one of those things aligns with when you have more personal time to commit to it and you have a slower point in your current role inside of your employer and being able to to have some of those direct conversations about when things are busy and and when things are not uh, can really set you up for success. The other thing that I would say is, you know, if you're really not an extroverted person, uh, many of those committee leaders, it's really more about having some of the planning skills, making sure that, that projects are done on time and investing some of your own time uh, that, that really al- allow you to be an effective leader inside of these teams. Thank you. That's great advice. I love the idea of 
you know, having a commitment to something you'll already be at and can get involved uh, when you'll already be there, such as the, the state meetings and understanding that time commitment. Um, that's great advice for, for anyone looking for a leadership position that might be hesitant. Finally, what advice do you have for students that would like to get involved? Yeah, I think as a student, you know, if you're not involved with your local chapter at your school, to, to, to start there and see you know, what opportunities uh, exist within inside the student organization. But I think one of the things that we're always looking for at any of the meetings is volunteers from the students to run some of the registration tables, to collect and you know, introduce speakers at different points at, at different meetings. So it really can be a wide variety of things that, that students will have opportunities, but you get to start to know the current leaders, get to pick their brain as far as ways that they got involved and pick up a potential mentor. I am seconding Aaron's uh, advice of getting involved in your SSHP, but also see if any of the committees of the state organization are looking for student members. I know with the MSHP, we try to have at least one student, if not one student from each pharmacy school in Missouri on each of our committees to start getting them involved in the state organization. So you can always reach out and see if there are any student involvements in the committees and all that information should be available on the website. Also just going to the state affiliate meetings and networking will help you meet people. You will ask questions of people and they'll help answer them. And that can help you get involved and find out what's available to you as well. That's great advice. I I love the idea that you can always look for these networking opportunities or mentoring opportunities um, when you start to get involved and and go to those meetings. This has been such a great conversation. I want to thank Dr. Del Steinbeck and Dr. Burton for joining us today to discuss their leadership journey within ASHP and its state affiliates. That's all the time we have today. Join us here at ASHP Official and the Practice Journey podcast as we learn about how our members seek out, grow, and evolve during their careers. Thank you for listening to ASHP Official, the voice of pharmacists advancing healthcare. Be sure to visit ashp.org forward slash podcast to discover more great episodes, access show notes, and download the episode transcript. If you loved the episode and want to hear more, be sure to subscribe, rate, or leave a review. Join us next time on ASHP Official.